cats and kittens were joined aboard the magic bus by John Lodge. Yeah, just a singer in a rock and roll band that probably provided the soundtrack to most of our lives, the Moody Blues. Welcome aboard, John Lodge. Thank you. The news is you've got a new single out that we can listen to now, Gemini Dream, but it's part of a larger project. Yeah, a couple of years ago, when I was in Las Vegas, I decided to record my concert. Didn't know... The lockdown was around the corner. Right. With the two years with no live concerts, I decided to uh, mix the album, put it and release it as a CD and a vinyl album. What I did with my band, I said to the drummer, I want to really get more energy into the songs. Let's get the engine room going. When I mixed the album, I thought, this album's got a life of its own. I've got John Davison singing Nights in One Setting, right. Alan Hewitt, my keyboard guy, has done a fantastic orchestration. I'm really pleased with the album. I read that after 2003, when December was released, the Moody Blues said, okay, that's it for recording, we're just going to tour. You've taken on that mantle. That's a very energetic undertaking in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> it's a soundtrack of my life, you know, and uh, I want to keep Moody Blues music alive because there's so many fans out there as long as i can do that i'm going to do it our base will travel and it's a soundtrack of my life and it is for so many of us how did you choose the set list especially for this particular concert you mentioned fan favorites but do you perform favorite tunes of your own or things that might be surprising and unexpected i like the challenge of all the songs you know when i decided i should perform songs by the other guys in the band as a tribute to them, uh, like Mike Pinder's song, The Sunset. The set list, it was like a light going on in my head, like Legend of Mine with Ray Thomas. Right. I said to Graham Edge, Graham, come on, we got to record your poetry. You've never, ever recorded it. Always someone else. That's a special part of my concert tour where I walk to the side of the stage and dim the lights and let everyone hear Graham narrating the poem. You oh, know? that's awesome. It's important. So it sounds like the whole show, as well as the album, turns out to be a tribute to everyone's contribution from the band originally. Absolutely. And from my point of view, you know, it's a challenge because uh, I'm singing their songs and uh, want to give them all the love and attention I can. The Moody Blues ends up laying the foundation for progressive rock. And it's not just a jam style. It's melding components of rock and then classical music. What do you think is so great about the prog rock format that fosters creativity? Prog rock was really fantastic idea because you had the AM, AM music, the pop music, the bubblegum, and then there's uh, the other side of the musician who really wanted to explore music, where it can take us, you know. And if it takes six minutes, let's do six minutes. Whatever it does, let's do it. You had to believe in it. I think that was the key. You couldn't vamp it. Belief is the key word. 
that's so exciting to hear. And I'll tell you what, a lot of bands over the last 35 years are grateful to you. They've explored it. And I wonder what that was like facing the industry. You know, you're going to your producers and your record companies saying, we're going to do six, seven, eight minute cuts. Was that weird? Did that work for it them? Was very, it was very weird because the A&R department, the producers, they didn't understand this at all. The only people who understood it was the chairman of the record company, but he understood it. The head of the record company told A&R basically, got out, <laughs> just leave it to the... He always called us my boys. Whatever the boys want, let them have. You opened up a whole genre of music for dozens and dozens and dozens of bands that also now have become favorites. It's beyond iconic. There aren't words for what you did with the Moody Blues, and I can't believe you're putting so much effort into continuing live performance. Man, I think people are going to love you for it. Thank you very much, and uh, hopefully this is a first tour because of COVID, and right. I hope it all goes well. And then hopefully I'll be going across the USA. And so The Royal Affair and After is the album that is being released. It is tracks recorded from that Las Vegas concert. You also released an album back in 2017, Live from Birmingham, 10,000 Light Years Tour. That's your hometown. So so where, where's your favorite uh, place to tour? My favorite guy, a musician, was Buddy Holly. Right. And I saw Buddy Holly at Birmingham Town Hall, and I said to my agent, you know, the last concert I want to do on my British tour is where Buddy Holly played, and I want to uh, uh, record it. We're pleased that you're touring the U.S. and happy to, to have you coming out. If you have a chance, cats and kittens, go see John Lodge live and definitely check out The Royal Affair and After Live. John Lodge, thank you. What a privilege. Thank you very much.